catching you up on the latest stories that you should know heading into this Tuesday morning. I'm Sarah Sowers, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Monday marked the beginning of early voting in Alachua County and other counties statewide. But this midterm, residents in Alachua County have a new referendum on their ballot that would propose the creation of single-member districts when voting on county commission seats. Historically, this policy has been used to enhance diversity in government, but that may not be the case in Alachua County. WUFT's Sandra McDonald shares what a single-member district is and how the votes on the referendum could impact future elections if passed. Right now in Alachua County, we vote at large, meaning that every single person in every single district votes for every single commissioner, one through five. This is a uh, proposal to change that, to override the county charter, and instead elect via district. So if you live in District 1, you would only vote for your District 1 commissioner, the same for District 2 through 5. Where did this bill come from, and why might it be on the ballot now? This bill came from the state. The state legislature did not come from the county commission. There's typically three ways that a, a referendum or something like this is put on the ballot. It is through a petition of 10% of Alachua County's voting population. Um, the commission can put it on there, or the county charter review can put it on the ballot. Um, this is not any of those three. This was put on by an act of the Florida legislature, a bill written by Representative Chuck Clemens. The reason maybe that this is being brought up partially is because um, Clemens's other Areas of his district, which are Gilchrist and Dixie County, um, are comfortably red. And Gainesville is, uh, specifically Gainesville in Alachua County, is the only blue dot um, in this region of, of north central Florida. Um, and so for a lot of the people that I spoke to that weren't too keen on this bill, on this referendum rather, were concerned that this was a partisan move to try to influence the county commission to make the city and make the county more red to kind of fall in line with the rest of North Central Florida. If this referendum passes, how might representation change on the county commission? One of the things that people are talking about is that there is a racial aspect to this story. So Commissioner Chuck Chestnut told me um, while I was working on this story, he said that this would be bad for black representation in Alachua County. Um, he said that back in the day um, when the Gainesville City Commission was uh, used to be at large um, and it was changed to single member districts to help promote African American representation. And the NAACP has said in the past that at-large districting is not as good as single-member districting for African-American representation. But when I talked to Chuck Chestnut, he said that the reverse is actually true in Alachua County based on the spread of black voters in the county. So it would actually hinder um, the ability for, for minorities to be represented. And while you were reporting, did you get a sense of what the public opinion is of this referendum? A lot of people have very different feelings about um, this bill, about this this referendum. But this is the first time that Alachua County voters are actually able to make a decision like this on the ballot. So I think it's just interesting, one, how it got there, two, how it's so contentious.
So if this referendum passes, what can voters expect in their next election? If this referendum happens to pass, what would happen is if you vote in District 1 and your District 1 commissioner is not up to be elected, you will not vote for a commissioner that year. You cannot vote for any other district. You only vote for your district, so it offers sort of a specialization. Um, and that's what a lot of proponents on the bill um, liked about it, was that if there is a district, um, there is somebody responsible for that district, um, and solely that district, not the whole county. And if it doesn't pass? So if the referendum does not pass, nothing will happen. Um, the bill goes away. Imposing this change is conditional on Alachua County voters choosing to override the county charter. So if this doesn't pass, it goes away. Maybe the question can be still brought up in the future if there um, become, if, if something changes um, or if there is more support for this bill than they realized and this, this garners more support, more people get educated on what this actually means. I talked to a lot of Alachua County voters and a lot of people didn't even know what district they lived in. So I think this might be a really good wake-up call to people to get educated on what commission you respond to if you live in the, um, in the city limits, what city district you're in, what county district you're in, who is your commissioner, and maybe bringing those questions to the commissioner. That was WUFT reporter Sandra McDonald talking about what would happen in Alachua County if the single-member district referendum passes during this midterm election. You can read her full story at wuft.org. Now for today's top headlines. Protesters will not be allowed inside University of Florida buildings after more than 300 students disrupted a meeting with sole presidential candidate U.S. Senator Ben Sass during his first on-campus appearance earlier this month. WUFT reports that UF President Kent Fox announced through email the two-decade-old regulation will be upheld for the first time in recent years, and students who protest indoors may be subject to discipline under the Student Conduct Code. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis refused to commit to serving a full four-year term if re-elected when pressed by his Democratic rival, Charlie Crist, at their only gubernatorial debate on Monday. The Associated Press reports that Crist, a former congressman and governor, accused DeSantis, a likely 2024 presidential contender, of being too distracted by his national political ambitions to lead properly. The Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services released their preliminary damage assessment following Hurricane Ian. WUFT reports that according to Commissioner of Agriculture Nikki Freed, the loss is estimated between $1.1 and $1.8 billion. Those losses include damage to crops, production, and infrastructure. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Sarah Sowers, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a nice day.